Welcome to Conversations with Nista, where we sit down with real people to have real conversations. I hope today's episode leaves you with an insight, an idea, a question, or a smile. Listen in. This conversation is for you. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast. It's funny because I started off making content about how I like found my purpose after college and all that jazz we love and are probably really tired and sick of hearing, let's be honest. Um, it was a great experience to just be able to connect with so many people who are in high school and college and who are reaching out and they're like, dude, I don't know what the hell I want to do with my life. Um, my parents have been forcing me down X, Y, and Z path and I'm just not passionate about it and I want to sit with you and, and whatever. And those were cool conversations that I got to have with people. And I think it was really rewarding to be able to encourage so many people at such a crucial pivotal age in their lives to go within. And that's still a mission I want to keep doing. That's a mission that I want to continue really forever with like all of the content that I put across. Um, But this idea and this pressure as a society that we put on like finding your purpose and going out of your way to seek it, I'm just really over it, man. (laughs) I'll be honest. I am over it. And this is me looking at my past content and being like, bro, what were you on? (laughs) Um, You know, it served its purpose at the time, no pun intended. But I think now we've really branched out to understanding that like we live in a dualistic society, right? Like we live in a society where there is this element of you have to be practical with certain things in your life and you can also be spiritual and have these really cool beliefs and You know, I think going inwards and creating certain spiritual routines that resonate with you is super important, but you don't have to put pressure on yourself to figure out what your purpose is. I think it's something that is really ever evolving, truly. And it's not a destination, right? Like it can be a pit stop for a couple of years and you can be working at an editorial firm and writing and maybe that brings you a ton of joy and happiness. And after a few years, you're like, I kind of want to try acting or get into real estate, dabble my toes in what it's like to be a travel influencer in social media. I don't know, whatever that is, right? I think the options are endless. And so to categorize one particular thing as your purpose and say that that's your lifelong purpose and associate it to something that must be monetized or something that has to be career related, I think is very rooted in a capitalistic mindset at the end of the day. And so that's kind of where we're at right now. That's really why I'm starting fresh is like, let's take this pressure off, right? Instead of telling people to go find their purpose and making them feel like that's the thing in life they have to do for their survival (laughs) and their day-to-day income, let us take that pressure off and let people just explore what they naturally want to explore and what calls to them. And if that's something they're going to tie to their career, cool. And if that's something they're not going to tie to their career and they just want to do when they come home after their nine to five, then more power to them. Period. (laughs) It took me like two and a half years to learn that. And um, 
I also think that the essence of purpose is something that really is cultivated from the present moment and not so much this futuristic mindset of getting to somewhere where you need to be. And that's something too that I've learned as well, just going further into, if you want to call it the spiritual journey, um, for me, it's really exploring the Eastern philosophies behind what I used to look at as spirituality and used to classify myself under. The more that I looked into that, the more that I realized all of the power was really in the detachment and not in the chase to find or the need to seek. So a lot of what I have learned is to just exist and to to even question and to own every part of me that there is, or at least try to. Obviously, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. And uh, I don't expect people to be. Um, but I think owning all of the parts of who you are without judging them is is massive. And just being at peace and at a detached state from the realities that are being presented to you is super freaking important. If you can't do that, then you can be chasing something your whole life and never find it. I think more important than finding your purpose or getting to this grand destination is more so being self-aware of the decisions that you're making in every moment. Um, why you're making those decisions, where those decisions are taking you, and observing how you feel about them. Not even judging how you feel, simply observing how you feel. I feel being able to do those things is just so much more powerful than categorizing yourself under a label saying, this is now my purpose and how I'm showing up in the world, because that can change. And if you are attached to that, you are still a slave. If you are attached to a label, you are not free. You have not discovered your, you have not suddenly discovered this enhanced, true inner version of yourself. And so you may spend your whole life perhaps never identifying with a purpose or a label, but being empowered in every single decision that you make throughout the course of your life and doing what makes you happy and leading where curiosity takes you and still be way more fulfilled than someone who has maybe gone through 10 different titles of what their purpose is, but is so attached to that external element that they've never really looked within. And it's interesting taking the step back from New Age spirituality because I know I like so deeply identified with it at once and that's the world I was in, right? But I don't even like calling it a spiritual journey anymore. I don't even know, to be honest, what that means. And I'm not trying to bash like the new age community at all. Like I was totally there. This is no hate to anyone. This is simply me zooming out and and questioning once again. Um, do I still believe the energetics of manifestation 100%? Do I still identify as spiritual to some extent? Totally. But I think a lot of this new age Western terminology has really skewed people's perceptions in the Western community of so many concepts from Hinduism. And, and that brings me to all of the manifestation and law of attraction talks that I used to do as well. Um, I remember my Instagram bio at one point was law of attraction coach. And now I really can't hear that term without cringing. So that's where we are. Um, 
again, do I still believe in the energetics of law of attraction? Absolutely. But I think the way that it has been portrayed in this society is, again, just creating an unnecessary sense of pressure. All these concepts and these terminologies and these schemas are creating so much pressure. And in Hindu and, and Buddhist and, and you know Eastern texts, we know that it's all a process of flowing and letting go. And the art of this letting go, of this attachment or surrender, whatever you want to call it, it's very natural. It happens over time. Of course, you have to dedicate yourself and be consistent to your meditative practices, to your spiritual practices, but there's no like step-by-step schema, right? Manifestation, the essence of it, guys, is something that is so easy and organic and happens so fluidly. Everyone here, I bet you, if you're watching this, you have unintentionally manifested some things in your life and you may not even realize it because of how manifestation was portrayed in the new age community. It isn't some step-by-step spell. And I'm not saying that the book, The Secret, has it all wrong. I'm just saying that when you follow concrete steps like that, it creates so much pressure and it creates so much attachment to an outcome. If you want X amount of money and you're like writing that down on a paper every single night, putting it under your pillow, doing affirmations for it, of course you're going to be attached to it. Of course you're going to be looking for it. And that in itself is literally the opposite of the art of manifestation. The energetics of manifestation happen when you are just so secure in yourself. You are detached from that reality actually happening or not. And when I say detached, I don't mean you don't care. I don't mean you are apathetic to life. When I say detached, I mean you are neutral. That reality could happen and that could be freaking awesome and you could get X amount of dollars in your bank account. Cool. That could also not happen and you are equally as secure with yourself and where you are. That part, the detachment and the neutrality, that happens when you develop self-love, guys. That happens when you work on your self-confidence every single day, when you work on loving yourself every single day. Things don't just magically appear if you write them on a piece of paper, throw it under your pillow, do whatever the heck the secret says. I don't care if I'm like (laughs) bashing the secret right now. If you are dependent on those spells, again, if you are dependent on those step-by-step methods, on those spells, on those infographics on Instagram that are teaching you how to manifest, yes, I made one back in the day, but you know what? I wouldn't anymore and that's on growth. But (laughs) the more you are dependent on those step-by-step methods, the more you are expecting and seeking and placing your happiness on something that is outside of you. Like I said, if you have worked on yourself, if you have cultivated confidence over time, self-love over time, developed practices for you to be secure in your life no matter what outcome actually comes into your life, things will flow and you will attract the most aligned, wonderful, magnificent opportunities. You may even attract opportunities that push you further in your growth. And so those opportunities could be super uncomfortable as well. You can manifest good things and you can manifest bad things. The reason I'm saying those in quotes um, for those of you watching on video right now is because there really is no such thing as good and bad, right? It's all just energy and we have our own perceptions of energy. So you can manifest things that you get really freaking excited about and love. And those are ideal dream things for you. You can also manifest things that you're like, damn, why did this happen to me? 
But my point is, is that it is such an easy process and like you will get to a place where you don't even have to think about it and things will just fall into your lap. And I can give you guys examples and examples and examples on end of times in my life where this has happened to me. Um, my close friends watching this know this and probably a lot of the community that follows um, on social media. I get questions often being like, how does this thing just happen to you? Or how do you just attract so-and-so? And it's because I have stopped intentionally trying to manifest. I've stopped like writing things out step by step every day. I've stopped like, you know, creating a vision board every six months. And I'm not, again, I'm not bashing those things because I think writing down your goals every day is actually a very, very, very powerful technique to allow your brain to be focused towards what you want to do that day, towards what you want to get done that day. I think vision boarding is beautiful. Vision boarding has actually worked for me. My point with saying all of this is that I no longer feel like I even have to do those things. I feel that if I show up every day for myself and the goals that I want to accomplish for that day, that's enough. And whatever is in alignment for me will come for me. I used to be huge on affirmations and I still believe, again, heavily, guys, in the power of affirmations, but I don't really depend on them because if you think about it, if you're still viewing manifestation and law of attraction, all the methods attached to it as something that you need to do in order to obtain X results, you are giving that method power and taking the power away from yourself. So of course, you will always be reliant on that thing. When I was doing affirmations every day, I realized how much weight I was putting in these affirmations that I felt that if I didn't say the affirmation, it wouldn't come. The result wouldn't come right? And so the act itself of doing affirmations in the mirror or saying them out loud started to feel like a chore, like a task I had to check off because if I didn't do my affirmations, then I wouldn't get that TEDx, right? Like that's that's what I thought. So I was all about these modalities, like the vision boarding and the affirmations and all of that jazz. I basically just took my power back and told myself that I would get every single thing I wanted without having to put pressure on those things. I'm still going to get every single thing I want by just showing up and being true to myself every day and being consistent every day and believing that if that is truly aligned for me, then it will show up for me. And so I can tell you guys the last time like I did a full, full set of affirmations, like I'll kind of say them sometimes here and there throughout like the week, depending on like the intention I want for that day. Like, for example, I am someone who struggles with focus. And so I've been saying I choose to focus on one task at a time. And so just by me saying that or by me even writing that down, I see that as an intention that I choose to move forward with in my day, not an affirmation that's going to bring me an external result, if that makes sense. So the way I do affirmations now is really different. The way I do affirmations now is sort of me making a commitment to myself and writing down what that commitment is rather than saying I have... X amount of dollars in my bank account and expecting me writing that statement on a piece of paper to allow that money to appear. Now, an important thing to mention, guys, is I'm not saying that these modalities do not have power because those modalities have worked for me and they've catalyzed my results. They absolutely do have power. But I have decided that I do not want to give those modalities power, that manifestation can work for me with or without those modalities equally, that I am not dependent on those modalities to bring an external result into my life. 
and that with or without that external results, I am still equally as content with my life. And trust me, it has taken years to get there. I think I'm going to make a whole separate video about that of how to be detached, how to practice neutrality, of how to get to a place with, where you're content, right? Those are all things that that take time to develop. So really what I'm trying to say in this episode, guys, is like take the pressure off and take the power back because I think the way that spirituality is being presented now, it's really being shown to us in schemas where we think that we have to do certain things in a certain manner. We think there is a way to manifest and that if we are doing one little thing wrong that that cute little infographic on Canva is telling you to do, that suddenly a result won't come into our reality. <sighs> it frustrates me. Again, the message is look within. I never thought that I would be at a place in my journey now where I'm sitting here and making this video about how I no longer resonate with so much of the practices that I used to share with everyone um, on, on my socials. And if those are topics and those are resources and modalities that resonate for you, that's amazing because those are things that helped me so much at that point in my life, right? Like those are parts of me that allowed me to get to where I am today. And that was my identity at some point. And it's it's beautiful wherever you are in your journey. There's no shame or judgment, but I'm simply sharing what has really helped me take off the pressure and how things have changed for me when I released myself from these schemas and these rules and these labels and and having to do things a certain way. It's just a breath of fresh air to be and to be without an association or attachment to anything that's going to happen next. So with that, I honestly want to do more chill, cozy conversations like this. This is super fun. If you guys have topics, go ahead and like and follow and subscribe. Thank you guys so much for being here and I will see you all next time. Have a great evening.